welcome to the Simplified Organization podcast, where real moms chat about realistic home and life management. We want to avoid perfectionism, reject overwhelm, and handle housework and all those details in a way that builds relationships because our home is a tool and not a showpiece. I'm your host, Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at simplyconvivial.com about doing life cheerfully. I'm also the author of the Convivial Homeschool Gospel Encouragement for Keeping Your Sanity While Living and Learning Alongside Your Kids. And today I'm joined by Dawn Simpson. She is a mentor member of our Simply Convivial Continuing Education Community. And she is the grateful mom of quirky kids who enjoy the privilege of homeschooling. When she's not homeschooling, she is often riding roller coasters with her enthusiastic (laughs) husband, studying her latest interest, or having deep, passionate conversations with her teens. So thank you so much for joining me, Dawn. Hey, glad to be here. Now, I wanted to have you on maybe a little bit of a selfish motivation because you have recently moved (laughs) and we're going to be in the process of moving soon. So uh, I know that the moving process was kind of a big deal in your life. So do you want to kind of explain um, what moving looked like and how you kind of went about it? Yes, it was a surprise because we were happy where we were. We had a great homeschool community, a great church, a great house, but my husband kept getting his work cut. His pay was being cut and um, it was getting to a point where we were concerned we wouldn't be able to pay our mortgage. So he decided it'd be better to move more closer to Northern Virginia where we would be able to, he, he would be able to commute into work. So we still live kind of in the country, but like an hour, hour and a half from his work. Fortunately, they allow him to telework. Nice. So, yes, it's very nice. He gets to be home and they actually like that setup. So hopefully it'll stay that way. So moving was a shock because we had almost 15 years in that house and had accumulated an incredible amount of things you would be surprised. We still had baby toys and baby books because I just wouldn't get rid of it as long as I could foresee a future with it. And being a teacher by profession, I thought, oh, after homeschooling, maybe I'll go back to teaching and these things will be useful. Mm -hmm. But when it was time to move, we had to say goodbye to a lot of things. So we decluttered a lot and gave it away to our homeschool community, said, come and take it, because that was actually more of a blessing to them, and it blessed us because it disappeared, Right, and um, it was worth more than trying to do a yard sale. People were telling me, oh, do a yard sale, but there was so much to do to pack and move, so we did that, but I started in our storage area, and I thought, okay, these things are things we store all year round, like Christmas ornaments. Let me start there and secure them for moving. Because as much as we wanted to have a moving truck, we couldn't afford. It would have cost us over $10,000 to move our things. We had totes and totes and totes full of books because we homeschool. And I paired them back, but there were so many books still. So we ended up using pods to move. Um, It's all caps, P-O-D-S, and we moved ourselves. We had some friends come over from church, help us pack it up, 
one day. And then we packed up three of them, if you can believe it. I couldn't believe it. They were huge. And we packed up three. So we packed up the other two ourselves. So with that in mind, I knew I needed to secure all of our storage items and make sure there was bubble wrap. So if they got whatever was placed on top or around, it wouldn't break. And fortunately, nothing broke. Oh, wow. Some things did get scratched. I would have, I didn't think about blankets soon enough, but if we had have gotten more blankets out or rented some blankets, we could have, but the things that were scratched up, it, it wasn't the end of the world because they're like, how do you say it? They're like souder bookshelves and oh, they yeah, give yeah. you paint. So you can like paint inside the scratches. So it's not the end of the world, but, um, So I did that. I started in storage and decluttered as much as I could and prayed that God would provide it a good home. That is how I dealt with the fear of what if I get rid of this and I need it? Or what if I uh, get rid of this and it gets thrown away? Or I just, any anxious thought you could think of, I just prayed over it. Please, Lord, give these things a good home so they will bless somebody. And, um, That just took all the anxiety away for decluttering. And then when I finished the storage area, we went to the bedrooms and started with their storage because all the kids have their things that they no longer play with, but they're not willing to get rid of. And some of them are really great toys like Tinker Toys. Well, no, we did get rid of those a long time ago, but Lincoln Locks, we didn't and things like that. Because Lincoln Locks is a great toy. So we wanted to keep it. Mm-hmm. And um, those, we started with their storage first. And then um, their decorations, their clothes, their books, and whatever school items that we thought we would need for the next six months or whatever. Because we didn't even know where we were going. Wow. Um, houses were flying off the market. We would go see a house and there would be a contract on it before we could even put one on it. And we weren't willing to buy a house sight unseen. We felt really uncomfortable with that. So we wanted to make sure we saw it. We weren't sure if things would be in the pods forever or (laughs) where we would end up. But so we did that. And then um, some things in order to stage the house, they were just thrown in containers, disorganized. And I just, stored them you know they were thrown into containers but they were a particular category so I came back later and straightened it all up and organized it because even now those things are still not unpacked (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have stuff that was in my desk at the old house and the desk is here and the doors are still empty but I know where to find everything because I organized those containers after but it was thrown in there so that we could stage the house. So, um, so that was good. And what I did was I used numbers on your boxes or containers, and then each number would be some sort of designation. So I would pick numbers like everybody's birthday was a number. So if it had that number on it, like my daughter's is the 21st. 21 was her number. So all her things would be marked with a 21. And then it would A, B, C, D on down the line until we got to the end. And I even did things in bags like her comforter. It would have her number on it with a sticky note. 
And um, so we did it that way. And then other things like Christmas was 25. Um, I did a harvest container with 31 because mm-hmm. I thought of October 31st. Yeah. Um, so that's how I did a lot of things. So it worked really well. I, I did, I just had a note on my phone <laughs> and Apple notes and I just logged and detailed as much as I could without detailing every single object. But now I'm thinking about the fact that I don't have enough room on my bookshelves or even enough room in our house. We still can't unpack everything. There are going to be things left in storage because we know we'll use them Um, because we're still homeschooling. We still have kids coming up through the ranks. So Mm -hmm. we know there are kids that are going to use these things. So I'm going to actually, since they're going to be more permanently packed, I'm going to detail them on index cards. Oh, okay. And that was her recommendation, I believe, was to put them on index cards with the number and file through them. I could use, I may still do a note app because the note app has been so good. I've enjoyed it. I've really appreciated it. Except when you delete it, it's gone forever. Doesn't ask you, are you sure? It's gone. (laughs) Well, not forever. It sticks it in a recently deleted file and then it deletes for 30 days. But you're trade off for being able to search for you know oh, something you you're looking it. for and then see can, where it is. You can actually search it and it will tell you where it is if you type in a keyword. But if you accidentally highlight something and accidentally delete it, it's gone. So that's the part that's frustrating because I accidentally mistap the screen a lot. But no. I just plan on keeping more of a detailed inventory now that I have to keep things packed up and and believe it or not we've been here a year and we've just recently moved the two front rooms around again because we adopted three more guinea pigs (laughs) we had to make our own cage we had to use some leftover cage uh I don't know what you call it but cage frame and from another cage system, and we had to make our own cage and pull it together for them because there are five in that little, in that area. So everything got moved again. Yeah, that is the thing, you know, while you moved without even knowing what kind of a space you would be moving into and Mm -hmm. when things would be unpacked. So it seems especially then when things could be in storage for a while to be able to know what's Mm -hmm. in something without having to unpack it or be able to kind of move those boxes and containers around. Um, But yeah, these are moving is definitely a deadline sort of occasion that forces, forces that decluttering hand. Oh yes. (laughs) It was wild. I could not believe what we got rid of what we, I mean, we were down to one, really nice trash can that we could not stuff in a car on the very last day down to the last minute. And we left it in the garage there because it was a nice trash can. We had to leave that one behind. Yeah. And that's true. We didn't know where we were going and it's ironic. We wanted to downsize. (laughs) We had no idea what that meant. (laughs) We looked at the downsize and I looked up and it said, I have to get rid of another room of furniture to live here. I can't do it. And we looked at some houses where they had no storage, no garage, 
no outside storage, nothing. And there were no extra bed. Actually, we would be short bedrooms and they were smaller too. All the bedrooms are smaller. Kids are going to have to share and there's no place to put their stuff. (laughs) So we learned quickly downsizing is not really, can't do that with a family of six. Not very easily. You can, but it's harder when it's other people's stuff too. And they will be growing into things. So you would just have to buy it again. Yes, it's challenging. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Moving is overwhelming. And so if you need some help dealing with overwhelm, whether it's because of moving or some other life-altering change, then check out my free workshop called Answering Overwhelm. You can find it at answeroverwhelm.com. Register for this free workshop that will give you practical, solid help in overcoming overwhelm in your life. And then stay tuned for part two of my conversation with Don, where we talk about Don's go-to solution whenever she feels overwhelmed or anxious or scattered, or pretty much anything else. She has a go-to tip to share with you. So come back next week for the Simplified Organization podcast. And until then, remember, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repent, rejoice, repeat.